Greetings, salutations. Hi there. Welcome to episode 142 of What's for Dinner. Oh my gosh, what a great show this was. Uh, this is Kareem Matthews. Really, really funny comic. Uh, I mentioned this to him on the air. He reminds me a lot of, um, of uh, oh my God, totally. Franklin Ajay. Very, very great. If you don't know Franklin Ajay, look him up too after you hear this podcast. Just Kareem's got a great smooth jazz kind of style of comedy. Very, very nice and funny. And on this show, we talked about comedy, about how we started, and of course, when the idea of positivity and law of attraction came up, Judd, Allison got a little bit of a boner. So you'll see what happens here in the episode. And uh, by the way, if you guys are around Los Angeles, tomorrow night on the 18th, Skippy Green is headlining Flappers Comedy Club, and Allison is actually uh, headlining with him. Excuse me, hope hosting with him. There you go. And... Uh, Next week, the 26th through, the, through March 1st, Allison, myself, and Skippy Green will all be at the San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival up in San Luis Obispo, California. So definitely come out and check that out if you're around. But now enough of my rambling. Sit back and enjoy episode 142 of What's for Dinner with Kareem Matthews. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Fucking idiot. Talking, talking about uh, all right, welcome to the show, uh, the show part two. Uh, fucking, again, We've been talking for like an hour, guys. You just missed a whole not quite hour. an hour, but a good five, six minutes of really good conversation. And for those who've listened to the show, you know that I'm running everything myself. I got the board, I got the music, I got the recorder, I got everything. And uh, you know what's important about recording a podcast? Hitting the record recording. button. Recording. Right. So yeah. So um. So we're back. So we're back and. Better than ever. And again, man, I apologize. No uh, so worries. No worries. We have been talking to, and now you're finally hearing, uh, <laughs> comedian extraordinaire, a very funny young man. Ooh. Young man. God, do, am I that guy now? Am I that comic? You are a funny young man. You this might, kid. You remind me of a very I'll tell young you. man. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kareem Matthews is here, everybody. Ooh. Kareem Matthews. Thank you. I just took a bow. Yeah, he did. He did. And um, Allison's actually happy that we're re-recording because literally the first four minutes was about death. Yes, right. so much funny death. death it was funny. Yeah, death well, can be funny. It yeah. was the funniest of all the deaths. Right, yes, right, I mean, right. we were talking about Whitney Houston. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She is. That's just terrible. Well, actually, Whitney so Houston's daughter. Yes, Bobby Christina. That. Right, right. Who Which is? Um, I, I, she's getting better. Oh, is she? I I read last thing I heard is that she um, uh, her brain function is they're 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 picking up more brain function and her eyes were showing a little bit of movement. Okay. Jesus. So, right, right. Well, she apparently she was unconscious. She for those who don't know, Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston's daughter eerily was found Saturday face down in a bathtub, Man. apparent drug overdose. Right. Just yeah. Like her mom. I know it's very eerie. And then like the guy, her husband, like I guess they grew up together. Yeah. But they were never married. Well, they're married now, though. No, apparently they're not. Oh, they're not. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I live on TMZ.com. Oh, so, so. But they were saying it's her husband, so I guess they, they never officially got married. Huh? Yeah, I don't think it officially happened. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. But even the fact that she's with the guy like that she grew up with, you know what I mean? That seems a little, I don't know, you know what I mean? Romantic. I, okay, that's, <laughs> I guess that's a word for it. I was looking for a different word, but we can go with romantic. 
I don't know. You know, if you think about it, like, I mean, you'd have to imagine the world she was born into as far as who her parents are oh, and Jesus, yeah. the people that might <clears throat> be coming around and whatever. Yeah, it's you know, almost kind of like a prearranged marriage. I was going to say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, you know, you grow up with somebody who knew you from when you were a kid and before even you realized what everything around you was, how privileged you are. You have to think that the guy wouldn't start trying to rip her off because he's known her since she was a kid. You know, she's someone he could, or excuse me, he's someone she could trust. Right, and that's that's true when you put it like that. And then the fact that they aren't related, you know what I mean? So it's not like we have some blood situation going on. But the way you put it makes it seem a lot, you know what I mean? A, a lot more sense, better, yeah. like more of the prearranged marriage type thing. Because at first I was kind of like, man, that's super weird. Like the weird, the weirdness with this family continues. Oh you yeah. Know what I mean? <clears throat> They're like know. the uh, they're like the the black honey boo boo. Right. Oh, seriously though, really like a train wreck. Honey boo, it would just be boo at that point. Right. You know, <laughs> boo. Honey boo. <laughs> <laughs> Allison in for the save. Um, uh, they have like a I guess it's a Bob, uh is it Whit- no it's a Whitney Houston oh the Whitney Houston movie. Yeah. That was, oh yeah, it was an Angela Bassett right. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was that was interesting. You oh, you saw mean? it? Yeah, I, I saw parts of it. It was like I guess they really made it out to seem like Whitney turned Bobby Brown into the whole situation. You know really? I mean? Like, yeah, I was like, who wrote this, Bobby Brown? <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's like the Tina Turner story by Ike Turner. Right? No, serious? No, that's exactly that's how it was. Though it was like. Uh, she offered it to him, and he was like, oh, Bobby Brown don't get high. Oh, that's and, fucking ridiculous. And she was like, oh, Bobby Brown don't get high? And he was like, oh, I worked too hard to get where I am. <gasps> what? Are you like, wait a minute. This is so, like, who, you know what I'm saying? Dude, like, is Angela Bassett fucking Bobby Brown at this point? Like, What's happening? I was like, wait a minute. And then the movie basically starts when she meets Bobby Brown. Yeah. Like, huh. I'm like, she had no life before that. Like, there were no Grammys before she met Bobby Brown. We yeah, don't need it, to know she any of this. She was already a star before That's she what I'm Bobby. saying. We don't need to know any of this prehistory. Yeah, like, like how the, she grew up. Like, or... the movie literally starts when they meet. You know what I mean? This wow. should have been called, called Whitney just, and Bobby. I was just about to say that. It's just right. called Whitney. It should be. It's not Whitney and Bobby. Right. Yeah. No, but it's it's so, I was like, whoa, this is, this is funny you know what i mean like, like i didn't know bobby brown didn't get high before like i, <laughs> oh, I find that hard to believe <laughs> just a little bit ah. all that dancing he'd be smoking Me that crack too. way that was his prerogative no. okay yeah i was gonna say Seriously. if you even look at like early bobby versus early even early bobby was just kind of like i want you to suck my dick basically and whitney boy. was like right he was right. we all knew he right. was the bad boy Seriously. Yeah. and then they were like the boy band on tour you yeah. know what i mean and you're telling me you never came across any of that and she was america's little sweetheart right yeah right i don't think she was the one that was like you know what would go with this whole like black barbie doll thing crack right <laughs> totally i think that, that would be perfect for my image right. totally uh, i think tiffany was doing meth along the same uh Tiffany, yeah. 80s reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we're alone now. Am I that now. old? Tiffany. I think we're alone now. Uh. There doesn't seem to be anyone around. Let's do some crack. Well, I'm, I don't I don't know if I you're... I think we're alone now. If you're like an age kind of person. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. That, the, the singer of that song? Yeah, Well, Tiffany. the original singer is Tommy James and the Shondells, just for all of our listeners who are who seeing if I know my stuff. Wow. Uh, but okay, Tiffany redid Allison. that in the 80s, and she was like the one that had the hit of all hits with it. So. And she was a crackhead? No, no, no. I was, I was, 
I was it, in the moment. It was funny, but if oh, you were saying if she was a crack, yeah, because she was because Allie that would was, be like Whitney. Okay, exactly, I got it, I got exactly. It. I'm a little slow, but I catch. It's on. okay. I don't yeah, might have yeah. been a reference that was a little before. I'm, I don't want to ask how old you are because I don't know if you're like that. But are you older than thirty? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. But I don't remember that. I mean, I mean, she know. was she was you know the bubblegum mall you know like it was like a Debbie Gibson kind of person, but she mm. didn't have that many hits. She was like like almost a, a one hit wonder. One. That right, was like her right. song. She had two. Okay, okay, I'll be a little bit more. A two hit wonder. Where, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, where'd you grow up, man? Maybe she just wasn't hip where you were. Uh, I grew up in L.A. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Pretty much Culver City, like right where I live now. You know what I mean? Not. Not the whole time, obviously. Like, I left to go to school. I went to UCSD. Okay. So I was in San Diego for a while, and that's actually where I started comedy. Oh, sweet. Oh, really? We're the, actually uh, going there this weekend. Yeah, La Jolla. Well, La Jolla yeah. Comedy Club? Weekend. Yeah. Uh, comedy store? Comedy, yeah. The first time I start, I did comedy was on campus in a pub, but then there was, like, some professional comics in that show. You know what I mean? And they were dudes from, well, actually a dude and a lady from the store. Do you remember who they were? Yeah, Phil Robinson and Sharon Cartier. Like, I think Sharon Cartier. That that yeah, name is familiar. She used to book a lot of, you know, what I mean, like those uh, Navy gigs down there. Like, she was real p- plugged into like the the Navy comedy circuit. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And Phil Robinson was a big, tall, tall black guy. It's funny because I I don't think either one of those guys ever made it to L.A. You know what I mean? That I that I know of, but. They they told me to come down to the store, so I went down and I remember it was like the open mic was like on a Sunday. Really? But like for the for the open micers, like you would you wouldn't go on to like midnight, you know what I mean? And I was like 19, so to me it was kind of like I, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not staying here till then. I can't even go in. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, so, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the manager was Fred Burns though. I don't know if you you ever yeah, but he and he passed. But he was like he was on crutches. He was born that way. He was like a little guy. You know, I don't oh, know yeah, what yeah. he had, but like MS or something. Yeah, something like that. Right, right. But he was the manager of the store down there at the time. And I just remember when I was like, man, I'm leaving. He was like, well, the next time you come back, you're gonna have to do the same thing. I was like, fuck. All right, you know what I mean. So I ended up going up. And I was like, you have some funny stuff. You can call in. It was funny because he was like a he sounded like Mitzi, but he was a guy, you know. But they had they That's had the funny. same yeah, and they ran the same program, you know. So when you went from La Jolla to the store to Hollywood, you kind of knew, you know, the doorman the, routine. Yeah, the the, the ins the, and outs and everything. Right, yeah. exactly. Did exactly. you work at the store as a doorman? Uh, La Jolla or Hollywood? Well, neither one. Well, actually. I worked at the door in Hollywood for like a couple days, a couple different times. It's so weird, dude. Like my my experiences at the store, the Hollywood store, have been so crazy. But Mitzi didn't want me to work the door because I was too tall. She said, <laughs> "She's like he can't work the door. He's too tall." And so they sent me home that day, and I never got put on the schedule again. I think that'd be the perfect person to watch the door because then you can like see everybody. You would enforce, right? You have like yeah. the whole above right. view of the totally. door. Totally, yeah. You you very rarely see like midget bouncers. You right. could freaking block you know? that whole door, like and it was. You know, I mean, hockey, Mitzi, blocky, you know I mean? like it's a hockey blocky goal. <laughs> I've actually never met blocky. Mitzi. Oh really? I've been out here 15 years, and I, and I don't go to the store a lot. That's my, you know, I I never got in with them. I was an improv guy. Right, right. But the times I'd gone to the store, I think. 
Mitzi was already kind of decaying a little mm, bit, right, so she wasn't right. really coming out. I think I right. saw her once, right. but and never see, met her. This was like around that time, you know what I mean? Like this was, you know. But I mean, it is what it is. It's all these club owners seem to have their own different, you know what I mean? Style, style. To, right? yeah. <laughs> Perfect word, yeah. Know, style. But it's it's part of the business. Oh, I know, man. So, what age did you move out to LA or move back to LA? I should say. Uh, like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, like twenty three, I think. And you got right back into the uh, circuit when you got out here. Yeah, like I mean, it pretty much never stopped. Like it was it was the perfect transition. Like I was doing comedy out there, and I came out here and started doing comedy. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's funny because like I was saying, Sharon and uh, Phil, they never really came to L.A. But a lot of well, some of the guys that I started with in San Diego ended up coming out to L.A. You know what I mean? Like like who'd you start with? Yeah, uh, Bobby Lee. Oh yeah, Bobby Lee came out here. Um. Who else? Like Jeff Hodge. I don't know if you know Jeff Hodge. I know Jeff, yeah. Yeah, he was a La Jolla dude. Jonathan Gotsick. I actually haven't seen him in a while, but he was a La Jolla dude. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a cool little list. That's you know a nice I mean? little uh, group to come up with. Yeah, yeah. And Nick Cannon was actually in San Diego at the time, but he wasn't really a comedy store guy. Like, he did more of the... They had more... I can't even explain how they are because at that time the store was like the only club in San Diego. There, there's, I think there's a couple more now, like the American Comedy. And yeah, the, and uh, Comedy Palace and the Madhouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, Madhouse oh, yeah, club. okay, yeah. So at least three more. But so it was more like they would have comedy shows just like at venues, mm. you know, what like I mean? one nighters, right? Like that, right. Yeah. And he was more part of that circuit. Like, okay, that's when Nick Cannon was doing more when he was down in San Diego. I didn't realize he was doing stand up first. I thought he kind of went into that after he got yeah. celebrity. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. He actually started out as a stand up. You know what I mean? But he was like uh, young. He was really young, and he was really clean. So it was just kind of like perfect. He was know? like the sugar, like the bubble gum kind of right, like no. ready for television. Right, yeah. Yeah. perfect. And then like he started in San Diego, I would say when he was like 15 and I was probably like 19. And I don't know how, you know, how long he stayed in San Diego. But by the time I got back to L.A., he was pretty much in L.A. Okay. And then shortly after that, he got on Nickelodeon. Right. And it was and done. Just deal. blew up from and there. It was, it was a wrap. Like he, you know, he just took that path. Like perfect host. You know what I mean? Like that's how his comedy was from the beginning. You know, but he did start off as a as a comic, and then branched off into music and everything else. And, every, and then Mariah. And Mariah, right, right. Exactly. right. Yeah. And then out of Mariah. <laughs> and back in. Then Do you back guys out. know each other? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. We met once or twice. At this point, it's been just in a there, been out of there, right. been in there, been out of there. <laughs> exactly. Hilarious. Uh, so okay. So um, before I had to actually start recording, um, <laughs> I because <laughs> I'm I want to get into this now because I had mentioned that you remind me very much of Franklin Ajay. Oh right, right. Um, and I had mentioned that was a compliment. Yes, yes, you did, and that's when I went shit. We're not recording. <laughs> uh, Franklin, I think, is one of well, first of all, one, like one of the best writers in comedy. I think. Mm. And what, but the one thing that I love about Franklin and that I totally see when you're on stage is you have a very, like, both of you have like this, best way I can put it is like jazz. Mm. You have kind of like this very smooth, Hilarious. you almost feel like there's like a, tss, a rhythm tss, 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 while you're doing your thing. You know, that's what, that's what Franklin is because Franklin's always like, man, that cat was this and has this right. kind of swag about him. And like right, you, right. 
totally have that on stage. That's hilarious that you say that because <clears throat> it's weird I'm, that you pointed that out as far as with my stand-up because that was I got that a lot about my basketball. Really? Yeah, like I played basketball. You know what I mean? Like all growing up, like that's why I went to UCSD. I played basketball at UCSD. A tall black guy was playing basketball. No in college? way. How, what do you never What happened. do you know? You know what I mean? Shit, that's what like do the Jew doing your taxes. I know. It's like this is rare. It just doesn't happen. Uh but yeah, no, like that was that was how people always described my game. You know what I mean? In basketball, like a smooth type of rhythmic. You know what I mean? Like. Like you're just kind of strolling down the court. Right. Like, no, boom, totally, boom, boom, totally. Boom. Like, to- perfectly, perfect example. And the thing about that with basketball is, like, sometimes coaches take that as you're not trying hard. Because mm. it looks just... Effortless. Just yeah, right. Like you like, said. Like, like yeah, easy. exactly. But I'm, I'm, I'm going hard. You know what I mean? I I'm, think that because just because this is like a, oh, I haven't been in your presence too, too many times. I think your entire character is like jazz. I think that's who you are. Right. I think you're walking jazz, Kareem. <laughs> Hilarious. There's a great show, The Walking Jazz. Just <laughs> 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 zombies playing uh, trouble. Dribbling balls. <laughs> and that's hilarious. No, and it's crazy that you say that because now that you point that out about my comedy, I just started thinking that like maybe that's just kind of like how I flow. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's. I mean, you know. Not thinking it's kind of jazz, but I totally know what you mm. mean. You know what I mean? Smooth yeah. and groovy. Right, it's, right, it's, right, uh, right, right, right. It's uh, another, just another way I would describe it. It's like honey. It's just, Smooth it flows. Jazz, yeah. it, it's not kind of, it, it's focused, but it's just got this own, like, really nice pace. Rhythm, right, you know? right, right. Like, nah, even the way you speak. Like, super. if I close my eyes, like, you have a very, like, a lulling kind of a voice. You know what I mean? Like, in a <laughs> good way. Like, not you don't want to tell a comic. Your voice makes people sleep. <laughs> right, right. right. I tell you, when you're on stage, I can, I can man. just close my eyes and nod off when <laughs> I hear you. Oh, man, your I CD, I listen it. to it every night. It puts me to sleep. It's great. <laughs> No, you know, no, no, you know, it's like it's got this like warm, rich quality to it that is this sort of smooth. Basically, this is the we love Kareem Matthews No, I'm like, wow, I'm blushing over here. Can Ah. you see it? No, 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 I'm I'm serious, man. And then the material on top of that is really well written. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, thanks, man. I don't know. It's funny because I've been going through that mental. You know how you play mental games as a comic. Like, of course, that's a big part of this whole thing. But like, I, I need. I need to step my effort up. Like I don't, I don't feel like I'm giving it what I should give it. You know what I mean? And it's funny that you say that because I feel like I should have more quality material. Like that's that's my New Year's resolution. Well, know? how often do you write? Not enough. I mean, I try. I, I should write every day, and that's what I've recently been getting back to. Like when I first started, you know, when you first, it's it's like with anything else. Those first few steps are so easy to take. You know what I mean? Then when yeah. you get a certain part to a certain level, like it's literally not even steps. It's like centimeters. Like any movement is like drastic movement. Yeah, you know? that's like, very true. I feel like that's the stage that I'm kind of at. You know, when you first start, it's like your goals are easy, not easy to attain, but like realistic. You, yeah, you to, get them. I want to yeah. get on TV. Like, you know what I mean? You can get that kind of stuff. Right. But after a certain point, it's like, okay. I got all of that stuff. Like these next goals are like, you know what I mean? those, yeah, those are the ones that are like, fuck, this is taking a long time. Now I need time. to reoccur. Jesus Christ! I need to write more. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought TV was going to be tough, but TV a second time. Holy shit! Right and not. Nah, no, no, totally, dude. Like totally, and that's 
that's where I feel like I'm at. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm 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 not gonna say stuck, but I definitely no, I, need to turn the screws. You know what I mean? And dude, I, I I know. Like I um I, well, I also remember a couple summers ago. I did was I had no work lined up for the summer, and I was freaking out. Mm. And you know, cause I'm like, oh fuck, we gotta go into the savings, and you know, what am I doing? I can't even book work. And I was down on myself for for a little while, and then I just um, said, okay, let me take this time and put it to some creative use just to put creative energy out there, whatever. So I ended up writing a movie. I wrote a script mm. over that summer. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm still kind of tweaking with it now, whatever, but literally I got that kind of creative juices kind of flowing. I put out that, you know, that, that energy. And then all of this shit started just kind of coming up, you know? Mm. And it's just, it's funny. You get in those down positions and those down situations and you, uh, you just got to find that one kind of thing that you can fire about whether it's right material putting together a show shooting something whatever and you suddenly put out that creative energy more stuff is going to start coming back and also your belief in doing it is not i mean a lot of times i think a lot of people get in their head and we talk about this all the time getting in your head about oh man well this person's got this or this person's got that i gotta write like this because they're on there with this and and all of a sudden you get in your head about like me against them as opposed to it just being like i need to be creative for myself and to get my info out there you totally can't play that looking around game because you'll Mm -hmm. always find somebody else doing more yeah and this is like a marathon like you just run your race right as long as you finish your marathon it doesn't matter what everyone else's time was exactly like you just get your time yeah and that's that's it and that's your thing exactly yeah Yeah. but flip believe in it no, totally, that you're going to finish the race. You're prepared, you know exactly. what I mean? You, you did your legwork. You're not just coming out here trying to run these 26 miles that day. Like, you've built up to this. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? But, like, back to what you were saying, though, that's so crazy that, that you were saying, like, you put that energy out there because that's totally like that law of attraction. Oh, absolutely, yes. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and the fact that, that you, you could see it work. Like totally. That's what makes you keep, you know what I'm saying, C- continuing to believe in it. Cause, oh, absolutely. I mean, you're absolutely right. When you get down on yourself, you're putting that negative energy out there. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. And that's what you're attracting back. You and know what I mean? She's grabbing the book. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, Allison's reading the Law of Attraction book as we speak. We all okay. know, all the listeners know, I'm a firm, I'm a huge believer in the Law of they Attraction. They have a Law of Attraction book. Oh, right? well, it's it goes even deeper because it talks not just about the fact that like attracts like. If you put out negative vibes, you get negative in return, positive, positive. Uh, but how to deliberately create. And that's um, what he's talking about. The idea that if you're putting out the vibration of positivity at the same time where you expect something and know that something is going to come about into your existence and at that same time put out happy emotion to it, the stronger the emotion, the stronger that all these things come into con- connection positivity and believing in it it comes to be you can't help it right no absolutely so have you read the secret the secret is exact is i've read the secret plenty this is the in-depth like the secret always i believed it told you that these things would happen but it didn't really tell you why it didn't really like explain what was going on with the vibrations and the brain to make all this it wasn't like so scientific it was more right, just like right. do it and it'll happen like right, woo, right. take her take our word for it right. this is more almost deep seated and it tells you things where you go oh my god that just make that just clicks it just makes so much sense right. all this time i've been sitting here worrying about being in debt and i'm still in debt the minute i start thinking about check in the mail and abundance all of a sudden there's a fucking check in the mail right how did that happen right right no you okay. ever have one of those situations welcome just fall to in your allison's lap? guru 
Yes. He said, you know he here. said the magic word. Everybody here that like listen. Here, Allison will tell you we all about spirituality. Oh, no, no. Here we talk I, I about mean, the shit. Oh, no, because, like, I've literally read The Secret, like, 50 times. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, and it got I, me, yes. from that, I went into watching different videos about the law of attraction. And so oh, I'm, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm pretty. You're on it. Yeah, yeah you know exactly. It. You exactly. Know it. Totally. No, no. And that's the thing. Like, I'm, I swear, for, like, I would say a good three years, like, I was so zoned in with it. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, literally, I felt like I could make stuff move. I no. know that sounds crazy. No. No. But like, Not to us. Like, I would me. tell give me, people. Give me an example of, like, some of the things that came from that. Well, that just time. my whole career arc. Like, that was where it just, it, you know what I mean? It went up. You, you hit that level. That yeah, that level. was my up. You know what I mean? Like, I just, like, I wished, not I wished, but I attracted, like, commercials. Like, that's what I was doing at the time. Like, and I just literally attracted some nationals. Like, I was literally, that's all I would make come brilliant. into my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, it can't be any other way when you believe it. No, seriously. And it was all off the book. Like, I literally was telling other people. Like, I got a couple other secret cronies because I was just telling like, dude, I'm literally making this shit happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. the yeah. shit you're seeing going on. I'm literally I'm making, making it happen. Like I can't even explain to you, uh, dude. I read this so, book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, dude. I and then like when it came, and literally like they talk about it in the book, and then like when it came, I kind of got away from it. You know what I mean? And like because they talk about an example about how people like get like attract money to them, and then uh -huh. once they get it, they they basically lose it themselves. Like they mentally. Fuck it up. Right. Oh, I know. Exactly. They 100%. mind fuck themselves. You know what I mean? And that's literally what I did. This like, I literally took that whole complete arc. But that's why I already know that I can do it again. You know what I mean? And that's why 100%. I'm saying I need to tighten the screws. Like, I already know what to do. It's I just, just getting that, that push. It. That, that right. thing exactly. to push One you over. Exactly. No, I totally get it. Exactly. One good little guideline that this book explains that the secret did not. Um, explain fully is that your uh, your emotions are your guidance. So if you ever have a negative emotion or something just doesn't feel correct, don't then take don't that path. Right. But if you something buzzes within you and you get that like oh, like the gut when the gut is talking to you, right, your insides right. are saying this connects with what your inner being wants, what your projected what the best thing for you in yeah. this experience is right. your little inner being that's riding around in Kareem is like, this works. Let's, right. let's take this path. No, because I mean, it does. That's the thing. Like you saying that book goes to a scientific level and that's beautiful. That's like, I'm digging that because it is science. Like you're right. Yes. The totally. Yeah. And spirit. It's both. Right. The secret takes a, a right. The secret takes more of the spiritual level. They try not to talk about any sort of like denomination, but when they say mm. universe, you can literally substitute that for God. Like 100%. every time they say that in the book, universe, but they, source, whatever right, they call they, it. Yeah, they they take the religion out of it, but there is science because what they're talking about is energy. Absolutely. And these energies are and light and are part of science. Like that's why everything is happening because a certain energies are going a certain way. And basically, Ugh. what they're saying is. You got to get in flow with the good energy. Mm -hmm. Like the way that's going, that's the way you got to be going. Exactly. It's like swimming against the stream. I wish I was smoking that too because you guys are just 
on a tear oh, right now. Brodan, you know that the minute that the law of attraction was brought up, yeah, he I took know. a turn. Okay, no, I know, no, no, no. Um, but no, I, 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 so trust good. me, I know exactly what you mean, man. And like, it's applying that to the career, mm-hmm. and uh, or whatever it is you're wanting. Like when I before I met Allison, I was like, I got everything, but don't have the girl, don't have the girl, don't have the girl, and I kept saying, I don't, don't, don't. Don't. Yeah. Right. And, then I just started, too. and then I just started saying, okay, I'm not going to think about it. It'll happen when it's, when supposed, it's to happen. supposed to happen. I stopped thinking about it. And then I met somebody else who was wonderful, but she broke up with me. And then yeah. Allison came and then, along. And then I rebounded him. Yeah. Mm. Caught him on the on. Told me she was pregnant. Asked her to marry me. That was a Dennis Rodman type rebound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, bitch, don't go in that dark hole. Come wow. over here. Now, um, not not to completely change the subject for a second, because I totally get what you guys are talking about. You know, I I, I joke about it, but um, oh yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, because you, you, it came up because of you, because you applied. I know. I was talking about energy. We, I know. Yeah, you actually did it. So. I did. We it, do so. our best to apply it all the time. Like I'm, I'm the kind of person. Like there's a lot of times where it says, "Well, what about?" Like the book asks questions. That's what, this is what's fun is that like there's a person asking questions and then there's answers and the answers are always so succinct and perfect where you're like, "This is." This it's just sense. it just it resonates and um, and they say like, "Well, what about a person that, let like does something that's terrible? Like terrible people in this world. Like y- y- you want to like hate them." And be against them. You know, that's what this world makes you want to do. But in turn, it's completely the opposite. Um, that person, you're, 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 the intent is to not worry about the choices that they're making because they're making their own decision. The best that you can do is put out love and goodness towards the situation. It's the only way to make anything work. And the more that I've like come away, I used to be really angry about politics, all that kind of stuff. The minute I came away from it and just put my focus straight into like, whatever they do is whatever they do. Murderers, uh, giving love to them because they have no love in their heart, hence why they are murdering. So love, 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 just love, just love in the whole situation. Because that means the politicians that are fucking us over, doing it because they have no heart, like let's give them some heart, love, love, love. And everything in my world, I've only encountered happy scenarios because I I don't think I've allowed myself to focus on anything that was negative. So. I mean, it's willing to me only good things. So it's it's a wonderful. I, I could keep talking about it forever. We're gonna change the subject. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm, 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 man. You you hit a nerve with me too, cause I'm totally on that. I mean, the thing is though, it's it's something that you have to practice. You know, what of I mean? course. Like, it's cool to introduce it to people, and they, you know. They think it's cool, but it's something that you literally have to practice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some people you... expect it to happen the minute they start doing something. It's right. Like, yeah. You know. No, it takes time. Right. And yeah. it's, it's, and like a, it's like exercising. You know what I mean? Like, once you exercise for a while, you start to get buff. You start so to get to. good at it. You <laughs> know what I mean? Look and who you're talking to. Right. You know, you know uh-huh. Flip. <laughs> I know. And then when you stop, it goes away. Of it course. doesn't just stay there. It'll stay there for a while, you know what I mean? But you if you if you stop working out, you'll lose that. It'll turn back into, you know what I mean? 100%. And your brain like the connectivity of doing something just like you're learning I I tell him this all the time, like learning a song. You don't know the song when you first hear the song, but you like start to hear it and you catch on and then after a while you don't even mean to, but you've heard it enough times, you start singing it. You don't you know you know all the words. You don't right. even know how you know it. Right. But it's because you've heard it so many times the repetition, you can learn to do this thing. Right. You can learn a language. You can learn whatever, and uh, you can learn how to be nice and loving and giving. Right, nah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of things that are nice and loving and giving. Oh, that was like a nice that. way to. That was a nice way to switch it Thank out. Thank you very much, Kareem. It's time for a little part of the show called the Skippy Green Show. Ah, uh, okay. It's the Skippy Green 
Skippers. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Skippers? I'm fucking great. Are you kidding me? Before I came here, I was uh, I was uh, jerking off to a picture of uh, Bobby Christina. And he, oh. Too soon? Oh. Is that too soon? Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Uh. What? <laughs> I thought I'd come in with guns a-blazing. No, I was did. listening like to your little secret chat. And uh, I, I know I know what you mean because I started uh, putting energy. I said one day, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna get my big break. One day I'm gonna get my big break. One day I'm gonna get my big break. Then you know what happened back in 1971, right on the streets of Santa Monica Boulevard. You know what happened? You got your big break. I broke my leg. I was supposed to say you broke your hip. Uh, broke you broke your hip. hip and your leg. Hip. What are you, a fucking hack? It's leg. <laughs> leg, you cunt. <laughs> That's what you did to me last ah, night. You, you legged my cunt. Leg. I broke my leg. That was whatever. Killed on Griffin. Killed Skippy. on Pick of the Night. All Welcome, right, Skippy. Hilarious. Always good to see you. Always good to be seen. Trust me. Kareem Matthews. I haven't seen you since the Hoya days. Remember that? Ah, uh, yes. You were down there. That I worked was, all the time. That was that was the good days. Of course, of course. I used to, uh, I was a door guy. At the La Jolla uh, Comedy Store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how I got that gig? I fucked Mitzi three times this Sunday. Oh, That's why she can't wow. walk today. Anyway. <laughs> that was you? That was me. Ah, I put the sick in her. Terrible. <laughs> the, the sick dick. I put the sick dick inside that twit. Ah, no, I'm okay. kidding. She's a, she's a good broad. Polly's my kid. All right. He looks a little like you. Well, it, it makes... Half retarded. I was kidding. You are muted. All right. <laughs> Here's how this works, Kareem. Thank Here's you. how this works, Kareem. <laughs> You've been unmuted. Unmuted. I'm going to, undismuted. I'm going to ask you a question. And you got to answer this question in 10 words exactly. Not 11, not 9, 10 words. Okay. And uh, come to me, callback. We'll be your fingers right there. Okay. That is my maiden name. Yes, it is. 10 words exactly. Ooh, this is, this is going to be good. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. If you could fuck, <laughs> I'm going to make this fun. If you could fuck any college basket, or excuse me, any college mascot, what would it be and why? Hmm. Any college mascot. Mascot. I have to fuck one? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Maybe just a good circle jerk was one. Because they're all you know what, you male. You could uh, fist one if you want. You could just jerk them off if that makes you feel a little better. Just as long okay. as there's something kinky happening with a mascot, I think is all that. It's not like you have to right, do this. Right. I'm not gonna put a gun to your head and go, you know, <laughs> go fuck the Trojan. Right? It's okay. After let me the show, see. Actually. Let me see. You know what? I'll, I'll even broaden it. Any sports team's mascot, college or otherwise. And please, okay. we have plenty of time. Don't just sit there. <laughs> Are you a big okay. sports fan? Yeah, yeah. But don't I'm get him off track. He's got I was one. Gonna say, he's I was, got another question. Him, to answer. He's like not a huge I'm trying to fan. think of any team that has a mascot that I would even think about doing that to. They're all weird. Uh, can I? I well, can you, can you help me? Yeah, muted. You're muted. Like, no, you're not talking no, anymore. No, 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 no. All right. Okay, I I I I say uh I would fuck the Ram mascot because it's a sheep. <laughs> 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 
Skippy Green Show. Ten words. That's a man who knows his sheep, everybody. Yeah, see, exactly. (laughs) I love that. Was a setup. There's no. I was literally trying to think of any team that has a female mascot. No team does. Literally. Yeah, that's weird. I think we've uncovered. I think we've uncovered a conspiracy. In college, pro, I was literally running the gamut of like all 200 college teams. Like no women. Who has a female? Did the WNBA have women mascots? I didn't even think of them, those teams, but they're more like the Comets, the Sparks. Uh, you it's could like fuck a, a Comet. Get it right in its tail. <laughs> ah. Ah. I, I, so that's like a, they're more like things. They're more elements. The <laughs> only mascot I knew is the Miami Dolphins because we're from Miami. And I was going to oh, say right, like right. Miami Dolphins because it has two holes for me. Fuck. <laughs> for me fuck. For me fuck. <laughs> right, for me fuck. You're allowed to talk like a caveman because it's ten words exactly. Yes, right. welcome to Allison's brain. Dude, thank you so much for doing this oh, brain, man. So much uh, fun. Thank you guys for having me. Real man. pleasure yeah, to have you. Um where yeah. can people find you online? Uh at Kareem Matthews on Twitter. Cool. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, uh my YouTube channel. Actually I have a podcast I just started too. Oh Chris nice Plug it. podcast. Yeah, you can check me out of I post uh, our links on Facebook, so Facebook or Twitter. You know what I mean? We're not up on iTunes yet, but we will be shortly. Very cool. Sweet. But check us out. Yeah, yeah. What's absolutely. the name of the show? The Chris and Kareem Podcast. Chris and Kareem Sweet. Podcast. Yeah. Definitely yeah, check Chris that out. Chris Pleasant. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely check that out, dude. Yeah, but How thank fun. you guys for having me. Oh, man. Oh, you guys are always a blast to hang out with. Absolutely. You know definitely a blast. Oh, yes, for absolutely. sure. Yeah. Emphasis. <laughs> and oh. uh, yes. as always, Allison is at Allison, Allison. Comedy on Twitter. Da, 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 or Allison Comedy Instagram or dot .com, whatever you want, Allison Comedy. There mm, you go. And you guys know FlipIsFunny.com at Flip Schultz on Twitter at WF. With it, not yeah, WFD podcast on Twitter, what's for dinner podcast.com. Thank you guys so much for uh, listening, and we will see you next week. Bye bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds.